You know, one of the things that bothers me the most are phrases that come out that are just wrong, flat out wrong. And my one of my all-time favorites is people these days just have a shorter attention span. Ugh, I don't, I don't understand why that's a thing. That's not true. I understand why, right? Because we, as a community, as a generation, as a nation, the planet, we have developed, we, we have walked away from movies and we started watching TV shows and then we started watching shorts and now we have, you know, videos and then we have shorts and, and now we have memes, right? It's just small and it's easy for us to walk away from something that is long and boring. So clearly it's our fault. Clearly, we just have short attention spans. Clearly, we're just stupid, right? I mean, obviously, that's that's got to be the only explanation. No. And aside from the obnoxious, demeaning n- nature that, that 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 creates, it also hides the truth. We don't have shorter attention spans. Yeah, we like memes. We also apparently like podcasts, which are very, very long. We don't have shorter attention spans. We're just a lot less tolerant of your crap, okay? And this is this is not an untrue statement, right? So I came from the narrative industry, right? And everyone likes to sit back and say, well, they don't make movies like they used to, okay? Everyone's having Marvel fatigue. That's not a thing, okay? There is no such thing as Marvel fatigue, all right? We are not making worse movies. We're making at least twice as many high quality, if not higher quality films as they ever have before, ever, all right? We produce 10 times as many films, so there's a lot more garbage out there, for sure. I agree with that. But that doesn't mean we're not making good quality stuff. We're making more good quality stuff. We've just taken the tools and put it in the hands of the people. I mean, this is not exactly a movie, but... I'm sitting here with a camera and a microphone, and I can tell you guys a story all that I want. And before the end of this, I absolutely will. But there's also no such thing as Marvel fatigue, right? It's not because there's too many Marvel movies. It's because there's too many mediocre ones. We don't have short attention spans. We're just getting less tolerant of your crap. And this is true in life. It is true in media. And it is absolutely true in business, right? When you develop a business, when you develop a product or a service or, or a class or whatever you're developing, right? There is kind of a four-step process to, after the build is done, to get the word out there, to get sales. And that is branding, marketing, advertising, and sales. And when you do it in that order, magic happens. But when you don't I'm developing a brand narrative class. I've developed a brand narrative class, right? And when you take my class, you will know how to develop a brand narrative, which will help you develop a community. And that community will support you. They will buy your products. They are more likely to repeat buy from you. They're less likely to bail on you. So if another product that's similar comes up and maybe even is better or cheaper, they will still buy with you. And they will tell their friends and family about you which will decrease the amount you have to spend on ads, decrease the time you have to deal with in marketing, right? That's all great. Um, It will increase your ad conversion rates from 3% all the way up to as high as 30%. And it'll change your sales funnels, if you use those, from 20%. I think the number is all the way up to 80%. 
And it'll change your marketing plan to a narrative strategy and your business plan to a value strategy. It'll increase the scope of what you're trying to do. It'll it'll make it to where all the marketing you're doing, all the content you're trying to produce, first of all, it'll help you per, uh, help you develop that. It'll also keep you from burnout. I mean, most of small to medium business owners that get dragged away from the business, what they love doing, get sucked into the rat race of the sales and the marketing, they get burnt out and they get exhausted so quickly. And all of this helps you avoid that. This is all great. This is all exactly what you need. You get this, most of your problems, at least in terms of the business stuff, will be fixed. And above all of that, one thing you have to remember is that you don't care. You don't care. I just told you I could solve most of your problems and you don't care why. Well, because I just tried to sell it from you guys, to sell it to you guys, right? And you know what? Screw you guys. I don't necessarily need you all to buy this. I'll just go to Google because there are people who are actively searching for brand narrative and I'll pay Google and I'll have them, you know, sell to those people. I don't need you guys because conversion rates on Google are 3%. 3% people who are actively looking for what I have to offer. It's only a 3% conversion rate. That is insane because there are so many choices out there because there are other brand narrative strategists out there. And to be clear, right? I'm connected with a lot of them. I am connected to some of the most brilliant, most advanced, most talented brand narrative specialists out there. And the only reason why I feel like I have an edge and even deserve to be in this market, again, knowing the talent that's out there, is because of the, t- the advanced tips and techniques that I developed from the entertainment industry. And so, you know what? Screw the advertising. That rate is not strong enough. I'm going to go with marketing. Like I said, I've developed new tips, tricks, and techniques. So I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out on YouTube. I'm going to tell everyone, hey, look, this is what I've done. This is what I've developed. But that's also kind of what I'm doing right now. And you know what? Of all the people who end up seeing this video, maybe one of you will buy. And to that one person, thanks. But I'm at a loss. The sales didn't work. The advertising not working. The marketing's not working. So I have to go back to the basics. I have to go back to branding. There is um, a a rule, almost a law in narrative that you can't have a reactive protagonist. They have to be an active protagonist. I'm sorry, you can't have a passive protagonist. You have to have an active protagonist. But your protagonist is always doing stuff. It's it's not like, you know, (laughs) someone's grabbing them by their boots and dragging them through the story, right? They're actually up. They're actually doing stuff. They're actually fighting but it does not mean that they're active. So what exactly does that mean? Well, it means exactly what we just did, right? I made a course. I wanted to make sales. I didn't go to sales to help my business. I went there because I wanted to make some money, right? And I didn't go to advertising. I I reverted back to that because the sales didn't work. Same thing with marketing. I only went to marketing because the advertising didn't work. And now I'm back here, back at branding just because the marketing didn't work. That's it. I was reactive to every single failure that I had. I didn't learn from what I was doing. I just tried a completely other path. And the reason why is because I didn't have the core foundation, the core fundamentals down. And that's what brand narrative gives you. I like to take narrative and divide it up into three different parts. And for those of you who are on the entertainment side, you will, who are familiar with me, 
This is something I say way too often. So you're going to immediately come in and go, world character story. Great. We know that already. But for the business side, it's a little different. I like to divide it up between the product narrative, the consumer narrative, and the founder narrative. And we start with that product narrative because that is absolutely key. In my studies and narrative, I kept coming across these four words and I couldn't figure out exactly what they did. But by pulling aspects from business and from psychology, I figured it out. They are an emotion, a behavior, a belief, and a value. And this is absolutely key. And just to give you a, a bit of an example of how this works, right? If I were to come over to your house and I was going to push you to the ground, maybe you'd be upset, maybe you'd run away, Maybe you would believe that I'm a jerk, rightfully so. And lastly, you would value self-preservation. You ran off so that I couldn't push you again. Now, a lot of you guys are back there and being like, no, that's not what I would do. Are you kidding me? You look like a wimp. And yeah, sure, I do. So let's change the formula a little bit, right? I push you and you get angry. You push me back. You believe that you're stronger than me. And you know, again, right, rightfully so. And lastly, you value power. Same setup, same frame, but we completely changed how the story came out. But you know what? I'm here to sell you something, and I'm telling you I'm going to come push you over at your own house. I'm not going to do that, I swear. So let's let's change it up. Let's make it a little bit more valuable, right? I come here, and I, pre I present a free webinar to what to help solve your problems, right? So you are excited to do something new. You go out and try and learn this stuff from the webinar, from some of the other content that I've posted up. You believe that this will help save your business because you value the business, right? And that's great, but it's a little empty, isn't it? It's not the same. Why? Well, because we live this stuff forward. We live emotion to behavior to belief and value. And I say that like we can consciously drag these things out. These, all, these things all happen in an instant. However, we build it backwards. All right, we build it backwards. So instead, we're going to sit down and we're going to think, what is it that I value? And no, you don't value your business, right? And you absolutely do not value money. It is a made up game of pretend where every green piece of paper is worth production wise, every other green piece of paper, except for the fact that we pretend that it isn't. We pretend that some are more valuable than others because they have different numbers written on them. You don't value business. You don't value money, right? Like, if you have a house, right? You don't value the house. It's wood and concrete and paper that helps protect you from the weather, right? Or is part of a family gathering, right? A place where you can keep all your stuff. That's not what you value. You don't value the house. You value tradition, a place to invite friends and family over to host dinners, right? You value security, a place for your stuff, a place for your friends, a place for your family. But the house itself is not what we value. So. Let's give you another example. I value community. And how do I know that? Growing up, I played a lot of games. Growing up, I, I played a lot of narrative, single-player driven titles. And if that alone doesn't already tell you that growing up in the age of multiplayer gaming's rise that I was lonely, I'm not sure what else will. But I played a lot of games with a lot of characters who, whose adventures, in a way, mirrored my own. There were less dragons, of course, which is both fortunate and unfortunate, um, but I was able to use their life as a way to guide my own, right? I valued the, the relatability, and through that, the, the understanding and the connections. And as I got into narrative myself, as I started to study it, I recognized that the value of this is the understanding 
that it creates. But even beyond that, because when you truly understand someone, you connect with them. And when you connect with more and more people, that's what creates a community. So I'm sitting here thinking through my life, and I've developed what means the most to me, community. And I understand how to get there, right? I know how to get there because narrative creates relatability. Relatability creates understanding, and understanding is the foundation for community, right? That's what I believe, right? And I say believe like it's like an opinion-based thing. It's not. The belief is just the word that we're trying to use because that is all absolutely fact, right? And you know what? Community makes me happy. I feel happy about it, right? So I am overjoyed to teach the aspects of narrative because the relatability creates understanding, which is the foundation for community, right? That's what I do. That is my product narrative. Now, one of the things that people are going to teach you is to make your niche as, as, as specific and as small as possible. And that's great, right? Because my thing, what I've developed is only part of the equation, right? So I use what's called a transformational statement. Actually, I'm going to come back to that because at the end of the day, there are many universal aspects to everything that we do. I told you that we are going to create a consumer story, and this is it. You see, there are seven different types of stories that you can use. And obviously, there are infinite combinations for those stories, but there are seven. And each one of these seven stories, they are, they, they are a different formula, and yet they each, at the end of them, have a value that they push forward. So I choose the story of intimacy. And the reason why I choose that of all the seven stories is because that is the value of community. That's the value that it presents. And I got lucky picking a value that represented with the story, right? But you don't have to, right? Because there are values that are like underneath that, that, that fit into one of the seven categories. And, and we talk about that in my class. But the story of intimacy is your story. You guys start off in a place where you guys have done something awesome. You create an awesome service, an awesome product, um, an awesome uh, uh, channel, an awesome class. You guys have done great. It is epic and it is awesome. And then you decided to go and push that out, right? You needed to get out there. You needed to get going. So you did a bunch of research. You started figuring out what you need to do and you started advertising and marketing and you put yourself out there and that's great. But then you got stuck. Because once you became known, you became known as the same as everybody else. You became known as every other YouTuber, as every other class, as every other product, as every other service, right? I'm not the only brand narrative person out there. Again, like I said, I'm connected to some of the best of the best of the best. I, I, I got their advice on translating my work from the entertainment side over to the, to the business side, right? I'm not the only one out there. And they're all great at their jobs. It is mind blowing how good that they are. So we all got stuck. We all got stuck here in the middle of everybody else. But then we worked on our brand narrative. We developed the product narrative, the consumer narrative. We'll talk about the founder narrative in a second. And here's the thing about this is it's not just about the marketing. It's not just about the advertising. It's about everything. It helps you develop your brand message, your brand's logo. It helps you develop a, a again, moving away from a business plan to a value plan. It helps you redefine the entire business as a whole and also the entire marketing plan. It's not a marketing plan anymore. It is a narrative strategy. And we'll talk more about that in a bit, but it really, it redefines the money that you're obtaining through the growth. It adds a community that is also growing. That means that 
you know, you don't have to start from scratch. Every single, every single time you release a new product or do something new, it means that your company's values and money and notoriety are all going up, are all getting stronger, are all getting better. And that allows you to move on with your life, with walking away from all the stuff that was holding you back before and into a new area to where this is why you started your business in the first place. And that that helps create our transformational statement, right? The creative continuum helps small and medium-sized businesses who are sick of the rat race, who are sick of learning and implementing brand new sales and advertising and marketing techniques every week as quickly as they can before that technique becomes too saturated. But while they're getting burnt out and exhausted because they can't participate in the business that they started for a completely different reason. And we help those individuals and those businesses change gears to where they implement, to where they understand why they started their business in the first place, where they grab that value and they use that to define every part of their business. It helps them redefine their logo, helps them redefine their message. It, it helps them redefine their marketing and they enjoy it right? Because yeah, it's not the business. You still have to do the marketing, right? But the advertising isn't, isn't as exhausting. The sales are pretty much automated. And the marketing is you telling the stuff that's important to you anyway. So yeah, you're enjoying it. And it's still a part of your business. Or no, your business is a part of what you're doing. Because everything revolves around that core value. And we completely give you back control Instead of the world saying, you're allowed to do this or that, we give you control and we say, you can set the price based on your value, not your competitors. You get to set the time that you're doing this. You get to set what it means to you and you get to attract people, not just everyone in the world, but the people who mean the most to you. And you get to transform your business and your life through developing your brand narrative. That's what we do. And that's my transformational statement. But you know what? Narrative is ideal, right? So I can create a number of transformational statements. I can say I help content creators develop narrative strategies that attract clients based on shared values. I can do that for life. I help people reanalyze their life as a narrative so that instead of being stuck in the moment, they get to see why their past led them to where they were and what that means for them going forward. I did that for small and medium-sized businesses. I can do it for large businesses. They're not concerned about their growth, but they are concerned about their public image. I help large scale businesses that have already grown to develop public media strategies based around narrative that increase their values and allow them to expand their business, not in terms of revenue, but in terms of all the other things that they could be doing that add to their value, right? I can be teaching students, right? I help marketing and sales and advertising and brand students learn the core concepts of my narrative so that they can help spread the core fundamentals for developing a community to other businesses to help those businesses grow as well as helping themselves grow and develop their own communities, right? I can do it for social media influencers. I help social media influencers develop their narrative techniques in order to grow their channels, to grow their businesses, so that they then have the platform to take that and use it in service of their values and their businesses. I took my emotions, behaviors, beliefs, 
and values. And I turned it into what we did an entertainment one, though I could I could honestly do that for like movies and for games separately, right? Or for stable or for interactive and 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 um, non-interactive. I can do it for life. I can do it for small, large businesses. I can do it for content creators. I can do it for large. Uh, for for I said medium and large businesses, medium and small businesses, and for large businesses. I've got six different marketing strategies, all from developing a product and a consumer narrative. And then that doesn't even count the founder narrative. Donald Miller published a book about brand narrative, and he said that it's not about the founder. It's not about the business. It's not about the creator. It's about the consumer. And he was wrong. And I say that he is a brilliant genius. His book is great. It is worth getting. It is worth reading. It is worth studying. 100% great guy all around. However, he was wrong. It's not about the founder. It's not about the business. It's not about the product. It's not about the consumer. This is a big thing that I learned in narrative. It's not about any of that. It's about the relationships and it's about the community that we develop. That is the key to, I mean, like I said, entertainment, life, business. That is what we're looking to design. The founder story is my story about how I got to where I am, why I value what I value, why I created what I did. The founder story creates the product story. The product story fills the consumer story or completes the consumer story. And the founder story and the consumer story, they relate to each other. And when we develop this brand narrative, it connects to everything else that we're doing. And take New World Narrative, right? New World Narrative is sort of the business arm of the creative continuum. And when we look at that, when we look at the logo for that, we see that there's an individual inside a circle connected to other circles with other individuals. And that's obvious, right? That represents connection. It represents relatability. It represents understanding. It represents community. But then it's overlaid over a blue background, right? Why? For several reasons. First of all, because the color blue imbues the emotion of trust. It talks about everything that is... <laughs> that establishes calmness, establishes uh, authority, establishes trust, establishes that, that ease of connection. And that's really what it talks about is that ease of connection. But the other thing is when you think of the color blue, what is the first thing that you think of, right? Water, right? I assume for most of you, that'll be the first thing. For the rest of you, it should be within at least the top five, probably top three. <laughs> you should think of water first when you think of the color blue. And think about, think about water. Think about a creek or a stream or something, even something still, like a lake. And think about a storm, right? The storm, the winds push the water back and forth. The rain unbalances the water. There are so many, you know, droplets that come in and spread waves. And, and just there's noise and, and everything that just disrupts this water. But the next day, on a bright sunny day, you come back and it's still all over again. Because, and that very much represents what we're trying to create here, because the storms will come in, right? Recession has been a huge word recently. Well, when there's a recession, people hold their back their money. Why? Because they want to have it for an emergency, for themselves, for their friends, for their community. Oh, wait, you've helped establish one of their communities. You're not just some faceless corporation. So they're more willing in the middle of a recession to, <laughs> to come here and spend their money with you, because they trust you, because you're there, because you share and imbue their values and you lead their community, right? So through the storms of business, your community will weather that, the, the winds, the rains, the roughness, the recession, 
it'll weather all of that. And that's what we're trying to create here. And that's what that logo imbues, right? So our brand narrative helped create our logo, but it also helps create our brand voice and our brand message. So the brand voice is, is very much like the tone, right? The brand voice is the tone and the words that we choose to use. And you know what? We absolutely should all develop like a snazzy one-liner, like um, Two Minute Papers, the YouTube channel. What a time to be alive, right? He is excited to teach the um, future of AI and technology. And that is exactly what that line represents. And I can, Daily Dose of Internet, right? They are overjoyed to, to show positivity and the best of the internet with the news, right? And this is your Daily Dose of Internet. I know the voice, I know the cadence, I can hear it in my head as I say it. And these are these are great channels and they're memorable channels. And, and part of the reason why I follow them other than just the quality that they imbue is because of their brand, because of what they create. And they're, the tone that they're using is, is imbued, the one-liners imbue all of that from their brand narrative. And, you know, there's a little bit of a uh, contradiction here with what I'm doing because my emotion that I've picked is the joy that I obtain from communities. And yet here I am ranting and raving in a video about frustration and about how, why do people say that we're dumb and why do they say we have short attention spans? So... In my class, I talk about how there are emotions, behaviors, and values that you can categorize in sets and that connect to other aspects, right? Certain emotions that connect to certain behaviors connect to certain values. And it's important to recognize these connections because they're very, very strong. But once you understand them, you can then manipulate them for things like this, right? So that brand voice is still very much out there. And the brand message, right? What exactly is it you're trying to say? And this goes back to the value, right? When you're creating a house, no one cares about the house. They care about the security or the traditions that provide. So when you're developing your message, and this plays right into the marketing side, right? Again, last time we tried to do the marketing backwards and we got burnt out, we got exhausted, we ran out of ideas. Why? Well, because we weren't necessarily, because we were trying to put the product as the face of the marketing when we should have been putting the value, right? Again, it's not about us. It's not about the business. It's not about the product. It's not about the consumer. It's about the relationships. So if you're out there building houses, you can put up a commercial about what you're doing. And that is great. You can put up a video about the problems that you find in other houses that you want to avoid. You can do things like creating your own miniature houses. That would be a whole lot of fun. You can do talk about how designs and certain architectures are. That's a lot of fun. That's something that theoretically speaking, you would enjoy, right? But you can also do more, right? Talking about the values that you're pushing forward. Go work, do some work for Habitat for Humanity and film the whole thing. Go volunteer to fix up somebody's home for free or for a discounted rate on the, under the condition that you can film what you're doing as a way to sit back and say, you know, we value security that you find in a house, right? So we are helping people feel more secure in their homes by fixing them up, by, by updating their equipment, by giving better technology within the home. Take those values and use them in your marketing to develop new ideas, new videos, because at the end of the day, again, the creative continuum, we are here about the community and we're helping businesses, right? Medium to small businesses, that's that's the primary transformation statement that I'm going for. But we can help large businesses, we can help um, individuals, we can go back to the entertainment industry, we can do um, narrative psychology, and all these videos 
come back to the idea of understanding yourself, understanding your business, understanding your consumer, understanding others, and through that understanding, making strong connections that create communities with values that lead us forward. That is everything that we push forward. And so it doesn't have to just be, so when, when that value takes charge of the marketing, you have a ton more content to push out. You have a ton more ideas for your marketing. If you're creating a healthy burger, right? You can send out a, a coupon that says, hey, guess what? We have a healthy burger place and here is 20% off of your order, right? Or, or you can send out a pamphlet that says, hey, Katie doesn't feel well and she wants to feel better. She wants to feel stronger. She wants to be there for her kids. She wants to go out more. She wants to have fun, right? She's a D4, D4, uh, uh, she, she was divorced. So she wants to go back out and have the energy to stay out later at night after she puts the kids to bed and brings in a babysitter. So here are the workout routines that make her feel stronger, that make her feel more confident, that make her feel more beautiful, that, that help with all these aspects of her life. And here's, here are the workouts that you can do to get these exact same benefits. And you know what? If, if this is what you want to do, if after doing these exercises, you start to feel better and you want a healthier lifestyle, here's 20% off of a burger that we make that, that, that fits within the ketogenic diet. And you can come and get that discount here and share in those values with us to tell, come and bring in this coupon, tell us how much better you feel and, and get 20% off your meal. You're not advertising the burger. You're advertising the value. And speaking of advertising, again, we talked about how you're competing with everyone else drives your price down and the advertising prices start to go up. And at a certain point, those become impossible to work. But when you develop a transformation statement, something that can be said in five seconds before they skip the ad, right? Something that grabs their attention, something that can be put on that little blurb underneath the link for, for Google advertisements. You have, you can raise your conversion rates from a measly 3%, possibly all the way up to 30%, right? That brand narrative affects the marketing. It revolutionizes your advertising techniques. And again, advertising, the marketing has already started to bring people in. The advertising catches some of the outliers, catching, catches some of the purposeful people. Marketing spreads the word, tells people who you are, what you do, what's important to you. It spreads your story. Advertising targets the people who very much want to be there, right? And after all that, we finally get back to the sales. And I hate sales. I do not want to be sitting here selling you a product because I tried that. And other than the fact that I was just did not want to do it in the first place, it also didn't work. You did not care. But after this video, there's going to be a link in the description that's going that I'm going to to sell you something, all right? I'm going to sell you a training, a free training, by the way, in exchange for your email. And after I get that email, I'm going to use that email address to send you the worksheets that I have. And I'm going to send you those worksheets, the, the same ones I use for the class. I'm gonna send those off to you, right? So it's still a transaction, right? I'm still selling you something, but I don't want your money for it. I want your email address so that I can stay in touch, so I can develop a relationship, so I can send you emails with testimonials, with proofs of concepts, with, 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 with begging pleads of please give me your money so I can do fun things like eat and survive. I don't have to worry about the sales, right? I've got this software 
that's connected that says, hey, guess what? Give me your email. I'll give you a free train. I'll give you all the workshops from the stuff. And then I'm going to email you automatically everyone on my email list. And eventually you're going to buy the class. And then you're going to go to the class. You're going to do the class. You're going to do the worksheets. You're going to take the quizzes. You're going to fill in the blanks. And then you're going to sign up for a conference with me afterwards because we offer the classes. And then we offer two uh, coaching sessions afterwards. And then we offer office hours. And those things are all stable. All I have to do is wake up and say, do I have a conference today? Do I have office hours today? That is all that I have to do. The sales process is automatic and I'm enjoying creating the content. I mean, if it's not clear by how insane my eyes look and how I'm ranting and raving at every little thing, I'm having fun. <laughs> so developing your brand narrative affects every single aspect of your business. It redefines why you created the product in the first place, what your values were. It redefines how you sell and what you're doing. It changes your marketing. It helps your advertising. And it nullifies the need to go out and sell anything, right? They, they say that it's like seven to eight selling points that you need. Well, guess what? I bet you I can get it done and a lot less. I'm pushing out this video. I'm going to pay for some ads. You guys are going to watch a free training. You guys are going to get a free um, pamphlet. You guys are going to be directed to the to to the class and I'd be willing to wager that quite a few of you will buy it. Why? Five points. Five points for something that I enjoy doing. Why? Because I developed this stuff myself. And you know what? Before, th this took a lot of practice to get here. I'm going to be honest. I'm Well, you can very clearly see I'm not the best in front of the camera. Took a lot of practice. Took a lot of sitting down and recording myself and editing and then just deleting everything. It takes a lot of practice, right? I deal with a lot of transmedia stuff, and I very much encourage you to get in front of the camera, to create new things, to develop games and shows and movies that all connect back to your values, back to your business, back to your brand. And the transmedia side is very much stuff that I talk about in my class, but it does take practice. Not everyone is, is equipped for the camera, but anyone can be. And you know what? Let's pretend you're not. We have AI systems that write your scripts, if you're not a very good writer, they AI voices, AI images and now do videos and lip syncing, you can create an AI head for your business for relatively inexpensive. And the training to do that is all free on YouTube. You don't have to necessarily, there, there are so many different ways to get yourself out there. There are so many different ways to, to market, to advertise, to sell. And, and again, you don't have to touch the sales. The advertising is a lot stronger than 3%. The marketing should be fun, whether you're writing blog posts or recording videos or making little interactive things, right? I mean, you don't have to have the millions of dollars to make a, a ridiculously overpriced Marvel film. I'm bashing on Marvel a lot. I actually love the MCU. You can create a little animation with triangles and circles chasing after each other and fighting over, over something. We don't even know what, but and props, if you know this reference, by the way, and people love it, just love it. The brand narrative, it redefines everything from before the business, with the product, what it means, what it means to you. It redefines your goals, it redefines your marketing, your advertising, your sales, and it even goes beyond that, right? I mean, if you're sitting here saying, you know what, I'm making a healthy burger, but what other ways are there that I can 
imbue the value of, of a healthy lifestyle, right? Diet is one, exercise is one. You know what? I know someone who does some meditation stuff. I've, I've made a lot of money with the burgers. What if I go and, and have this guy with partner with this guy and we pay for a meditation app? And, you know, it's 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 a few bucks for the meditation app. And it goes really well with the burger saying this is this will help you get some sleep, which is important to a healthy lifestyle. Right. You're not selling a product. You're not selling a business. You're not selling yourself. You're selling a value and you're not even selling that you're connecting with others. And then from there, it's an exchange of goods. Like I said, I've got a training that I'm selling to you all, not for money, for your email address so we can create a relationship so that, yeah, sure, you can give me some money because I have to do things like eat and and sleep and other obnoxious stuff like that. <sighs> we do not have a short attention span, okay? I spend hours and hours and hours staring at my phone screen because I don't have the attention span to go out and throw rocks and sticks and mud at each other. Or, no, wait, no, that's not right. Hmm. Oh, that's right, because I don't have the attention span to sit in class where I nearly flopped out of high school. No, that's not right, because all the videos I watch are educational stuff about brand narrative, about creating online classes, about narrative in general. Oh, that's right. I have a short attention span because I have a lot low tolerance for garbage content when you guys have, when people have no idea how to produce quality stuff because they do not understand the underlying narratives of what we're doing. If your business is struggling in the marketing or advertising or sales pages, it's for the same reason. There are so many ads, so many companies, a lot of companies that are doing what you're doing, possibly better. There are brand advertisers out there far smarter than me who have been doing this far longer than I have, who have far more content than I have. I have one thing that I, I would push my class over what everyone else has to offer. And that is my strategy, right? I develop my own content over there. But beyond that, there's people who are more affordable than I am. There are people who are smarter, who have been, who have more experience. The only thing that I have is my strategy. And you know what? That's fine. Maybe you guys have one unique thing to offer. Maybe it's the location that you're in. Maybe it's your values and what helps you stand out. It's your story. It's your marketing. It's your advertising. It's it maybe your pricing. It may be your techniques. There's one thing that helps you stand out if you just get up and get started because that's all a part of your story as well. But there is so much noise out there that you have to do something to stand out. And the ideal the best, the most effective way to do it is to develop your narrative because that is the best way to connect with other people is to share the things that make you you, to find other people who connect with those things that make you you and who are excited about the differences that you have to teach them that'll help make their lives better. New World Narrative is helping small to medium-sized businesses walk away from the rat race, walk away from the noise and the confusion and the burnout and exhaustion that you get from every new marketing technique that takes you away from the business, takes you away from what you value, takes you away from what you love, all in an attempt to just get by until the next marketing technique 
comes around that you have to race to get into before it becomes overly saturated. And we help you walk away from all of that by recognizing your brand narrative, to enjoy your business, to enjoy your marketing, to create an enjoyable community with, with customers that you are overjoyed to sell to, to relate to, to connect with, as you create a community that will help you weather the storms of business and life through a loyal and connected community, all revolving around the values that you put forward and lead that community onward for. I gave you all the benefits at the beginning of this video, and you did not care. But I'm pretty sure that that transformation statement would change your mind. Because I have told you the story, my story, your story, the product story, and I have established a connection between us. And you know what? I will include the link below and I will sell you a training just in exchange for your email. And then from there, we'll see what happens.